Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast where Jeff Seabach and myself, Phil Sexton, we come together with mics between us to talk about things that we see going on in the industry. We sit here as business partners. We run a team of 80 agents. We sell a bunch of houses. We see transactions. We see the marketplace. We see the industry sometimes in a different light than individual practitioners. And so we like to come on here and to talk about things and, you know, question the sanity of leaders or just the reality of what the situation is. And today I feel like it's a little philosophical question, a little bit of a, could this be something that will help? And today's topic is how employee agents will save real estate. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. All right. I, I mean, so like, maybe don't you we love should... that big? Like, because does real estate really need saving? I actually think it does. You think it does? Like, there's supply and demand is so strong right now. Like, I think that real estate is. You mean, like, will employee agents save realtors? Yeah, no, I think that the the realtor brand at the current rate is falling so fast because of the constant addition of we work untrained agents. We work more on recruiting untrained agents instead of helping the agents in the business get better. And I think that why I think it could save it is because clearly, if they're employees, they're going to have more training because the independent model. Um, I don't know that people, you know, uh, do as much training as you do when you're an employee. I think there's just so much more hands-on. I think there's more, but more importantly, I think it's the, um, you know, you have to do these things because in an attendant model, they get the decision on what they want to do whenever they want to do it. And that we see that lead to the most amount of failure in the industry, but also the lack of performance for the, for the consumer. It's interesting. I'm obviously, I, I feel like I missed out in high school because I didn't join the debate team. And clearly, if anybody's listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I just love the spirit of debate. And so uh, I'm going to throw out a couple at you in, during Great. this conversation, one of which I know that Rob Hahn had an article that you talked about, but let's just say that if employee agents were going to save real estate, then is Redfin the savior? Because all they have are employees. No, I actually. But let's let's talk before well, you answer that. Let's talk more about Rob Hahn because that's where part of this right. got started. Okay, right? so notorious Rob, friend of the show, yep. right? So Rob, Shout out. Rob has long written about, uh, podcasted about, and discussed that he feels that the I mean he calls it the law firm model, but basically the he believes the employee model is what will be the future of real estate. I mean, he is a fan of Redfin, right? Because of, you know, that uh, open door, right? Like though, you know, to me, but, um, you know, he, he just thinks that there's going to be an evolution of brokers that they're going to um, adopt more of a employee model. Yeah. So let's think about that because like what I like to do is go, okay, so let's talk about a broker because a broker has to be the one to employ an agent. Right. Like, actually, I think that laws vary from state to state on who can pay a realtor for licensed activity. Yes. But in our state in Arizona is what we know. And that is that the employing broker is the one that can pay an agent for licensed activity and not the team leader and not anybody else. Right. Right. So then let's go with like Remax, for example. So Remax hires an agent to work with them. Currently, I just know of Remax hiring independent contractors as agents, not having employee agents. 
what would they need to look like to have an employee agent? I just don't think they're going to do it. I don't, I don't see it coming from that angle. I, I, I mean, I, I think he was just talking about new versions, like, you know, you know, 15 years ago, Zillow wasn't on the landscape. Like he just thinks that it's the future, literally the future. Yeah. But because I, I think that like for us, for example, I would like to have an employee agent. I think, well, I mean, this is our debate is, is why, I mean, I think the only way that the, cause I don't think that the, I don't see Zillow has employees. I don't see open door and I don't see Redfin. Um, all of those have employee agents. All of those have employee agents. Yes. And I don't think that that, I don't think that the quality, I mean, I guess overall they get a good service rating, but I don't think of them as the, let me say it this way. I only see, I don't see their businesses booming because like I see Zillow's leads booming, Zillow's business booming because of the leads they provide agents and making money that way that's where they get the most amount of their revenue from i don't see their i buying business really exploding right like i don't see open doors business now they've known it six years it's it's expanded in the sense that it's bigger but here locally it hasn't gotten bigger right like it's gotten bigger because it's now in every state but it's a small piece of the pie Right. Same it. thing with Redfin. It's it's not like the, that's not like that model. Like it exploded in Washington, but it has not exploded here. Agreed. Right. Like they have. So to me, they're. I think it's they got to improve their level of service. And why I don't think it's going to come from the broker. I think that Rob expects to come in the broker because that's the only one that can hire it. So it's the reason it's hard to speculate that. You know. Yeah. How can how employee agents will save real estate? I think. It's something that we're projecting for the future because we're hoping for change. We're hoping that we're not, not only you're projecting it for the future, but I think the piece of it that isn't included in that title is that as an employee, you are able to control the actions at a greater scale than an independent contractor. And when you, when a business leader, when a lead generator can control the actions of an employee, you can mandate, you can have standards of your business, right? You can have business standards that if they're not met, that can affect compensation, that can affect continued employment, that can affect bonuses or whatever. And so then that lets you put a little more of a, uh, I don't know, forceful hand on doing a great job for the client. Yes. And I, I think that the, I think the point that has to be pointed out is the, like, the way the business is going because the consumer has more and more knowledge, right. That we're seeing them. I mean, we're getting involved. Let's go with the listing conversations that you've been having over the last three days with the clients telling you how to do your job. Right. Right. So that I think that it's gonna, to me, it's, it's moving into, you know, there's going to be a lot of situations in real estate that the, the agent's going to have to be more customer service oriented in doing things that they don't want to do to help the people, right? Like, because I mean, you know, we, we talk about who, like, tell me what kind of brokers are going to be able to offer. Like who can hire an employee? Right. I think that step one is like for us, would, would we, do we want to hire an employee agent? I think it would be a good model. Yes. Yeah. Why? I think because... We have leads. True. Yes. I also think because um, 
I think when agents get to choose their own path, they tend to go for just the high commission check stuff over the low commission check stuff. And I think that there's a business to be made on the low commission, like doing things where you don't think you're gonna get a big check for. Cause I, I mean, I, I, I think because the checks could become lower. I mean, there's a lot of commission compression. So it, it, there's, just, there's just, you know, it, it, I don't know that the, the current model will continue to, to flourish. Interesting. So really the ones that are hurt most by the commission-based salespeople potentially would be the lower price ranges because the commission-based sales agents are less interested in helping the people where they make less money. And the salary agent could help that demographic or that buyer. Yes. Because they're not, no, they're no longer looking at what I'm going to make on this deal. They just need to get another deal. Yeah. And the thing is, is because we have, we, we work with a lead partner that gives us a lot of low end deals and it's hard to get people to pick up those phone calls. You know, our phone call rate is dropping. Why? Well, if I'm only going to make $800, then or, is it or worth 1200 yeah. or 1500 yeah. or whatever it is. And, you know, it's, I, 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 yeah, you know, they don't, they don't look, there's other benefits, but it's hard to be articulate. Like, you know, it's just hard for people to think, well, if I do seven of those a month then I make more than, you know, it's then. So <clears throat> what I think, I guess, in trying to like zoom out and see the industry for what it is, is you almost have brokers that are, employee driven, or you have brokers that are independent contractor driven. And the biggest difference that I can see of those two types is lead generation. I completely agree. No, the lead generation person is definitely going to be the one that's going to do the hiring. Redfin, they generate leads. They can have an agent. They need to pay somebody to answer that inquiry. And before they have enough leads or a sustainable amount of leads, they have I see, you know, they have independent contractor partners that can be at different brokerages, but to be at their shop, You've got to be, I think that they only hire employees. I think. Yeah, they refer the they refer it, they refer it out. Or, right. or they, so then so then the non the non-employee brokers, the independent contractor brokers, really are relying on the independent contractors to generate the leads to support their brand. Yeah. Right? Yep. Because I don't know, is that what you guys kind of am I off? We have a studio audience here. I know Leah, you got you weren't able to get your mic unmuted before. But are you able to find the unmute button and join the conversation? While you're looking. Helper. Yeah. So, oh, if you click on the window and then put, hold down the space bar, sometimes that helps. Hey. Yeah, that does. You have to hold it down. Hold it down. You got it. And now say hello. Speak. Hello. Hello. It works. Yeah. It works. <laughs> well, you got to hold it down. Okay. So back to the question. What do you... Do you agree that the independent contractor brokerages rely on all of the agents to be the lead generators in order to spread their brand name? Yes. So who? let's find out who she's with and see if they provide leads for her. Okay. Who are you with? West USA. Awesome. Great brokerage. So do, how many leads a month do they send you? Here, question mark. Um, they send me... A lot. I don't always pick them up. I probably pick up about 10 a day. Are you on a lead team? Yes. Okay. 10 what's... a day is a lot. It is a lot. And I tried even 
capturing more of those, but it just got to be too much. And so how many can you capture in a day? Um, out of that 10, I probably actually make contact with one or two. And wow. most, most of them turn out not to be very viable leads. Do you know what that lead source is? Is it Zillow? Is it uh, Google pay-per-click? Is it how, what is it? It's um, Zillow, realtor.com. And there's a couple other ones, I believe, that they, they grab like from. City. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So then the, so the broker is putting this lead pool. And so is it an option to be in their lead program or not? Like you've signed yeah. up for that program? Yes. I, okay. you know, pay, pay a fee um, yeah. every month to, to get the leads and, you know, it's a numbers game. I mean, the more you pick up, obviously, you know, the, the better chance you have of, of you know, capturing something that's going to turn into a deal. So do you think, Jeff, thank you, by the way, Leah, great, we, are, great we love dialogue back and You're forth. So, I appreciate that. so then, Jeff, it almost sounds like West USA might be using it somewhat as a retention tool. I Because they've got, or maybe a recruiting and retention tool. I like, think it's recruiting and retention. Join our brokerage so that you can get these leads. Like, so then you have to, in order to, because I'm a pretty linear person. Is are they it, national? West USA? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Do they have agents outside of Arizona? They're not on the East. <laughs> I'm just joking. I think that they're on the West. I don't think they're national. Yeah, I don't think there's a trucking company called Western <laughs> that's across the U.S. Okay, <laughs> it's the Western Hemisphere. You, uh, yeah. I know we have one agent that also um, works in San Diego in California. So I'm not, oh, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Okay, good deal. All right. But the but, point but is, they're not. Here's, the, here's my point is that could West USA run a more profitable leads division if they had employees versus offering it to independent contractors? And if they did that, would that then hurt their balance sheet or their P&Ls because they weren't able to recruit and retain as many independent contractors? Like, is it a lost leader? Is what a lost leader? Generating leads. Managing the process of generating. Well, leads. I mean, the thing is, is because we are a lead generator, what is our number one challenge with agents and giving them leads? They don't follow our process, follow up with the people. I, like, I, like, exactly. like we know that we, we, I mean, we have maybe three or four out of 80 that are really good at it. I just, you heard me in the, I just had a one-on-one -on -one with an agent where I spent an hour talking about, you know, she tells me that two of the 30 are any good. And I said, okay, cool. Can I call this one? And she said, sure. So I called the lead. She didn't pick up. And then I texted the lead three times and the lead responded and said, oh yes, I'm not, not interested in that, but let keep me posted. And so now I have dialogue with one of the leads that she said was bad. Why? Because I follow the process right. we know works. Yes. The question is, can an independent contractor follow the pro like, Who's better at following the process of making burgers at McDonald's? Employees or independent contractors? Well, no, I, that would, goes back to my thing is that they want to do the business the way they want to do the business. And they would rather focus on like, well, if I'm getting this lead from you, they're not taught. I don't know as if they're as an independent contractor in with the vision of it. Like they don't believe everything that we tell them. So I think that they, yeah, I think that an employee model will be more successful following up leads for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Even if, even if it's an employee model for like the first two years of them being an agent where. Well, I, that's the thing that I think is going to be the, cause I think it, it would also help agents when they got into the business that they would have better guidance for 
two years. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I, I think, you know, I think the best model will come from a, you know, maybe from, from the national, maybe from leopard, you know, real estate leopard.com national association of teams producing an apprenticeship model that would be tied some way into it. Once I'm, um, well, we're hoping like we're, the, the truth be told, we're pushing in Arizona to allow teams to hire staff staff because we follow up with licensed activities. Right. Yes. We I, believe it, it, it will be very successful. So, yeah. So I don't know that will, will employees, I'm sorry, how employee agents will save real estate. I think how employee agents will save real estate actually comes back to the apprenticeship model where if I can hire somebody and give them a job and their job is to assist experienced an experienced agent with transactions and they learn the nuances of the marketplace, the rules of the road, the protocol, the, the standard operating procedures that are out there, even though they're not written, you guys all know what I'm talking about. Like right? what's, what's appropriate or inappropriate when you in showing time, like just like the, just the, the lay of the land that they don't teach you in real estate school. They don't teach you the broker that did the business 10 years ago yeah. doesn't teach you, but the people that are doing the business today can help teach. So that. you're saying two things, one, an apprenticeship model, and then also a lead follow-up model. Maybe, I mean, maybe they are combined in some situations. Yes. And I think that, I, I think that it comes down to, can you require behavior from an independent contractor or not? Well, because if you can't, according- then it's hard to say, I'm going to, that, that you're going to have a consistent process to the consumer every single time. Don't you and think? That, that, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe no, I'm- I mean, it's, it's what Zill's, you know, their original reason for bringing on people anyways, because I can't get the agents to do the activities we know that are best for the consumer. Like it just, like they, they were, because they said, what's our biggest problem is agents don't pick up the phone when we try and give them a lead. Right. So then they changed their program to we expect your metrics to hit this certain point. Otherwise you will no longer get leads. Yes. And that's, I guess, a way to force behavior without having an employee is then you just loom the, the lead carrot over their head saying, you want it, you want it, you want it. You got to follow the, you got to make sure that your, your metrics hit, but hitting your metrics and having a consistent process for the consumer, are two different things. I think that you can have a consistent process with the consumer and hit metrics, but it's hard to say. Yeah. Anyway, I love, I love the debate. I love the I mean, I think though what has to happen though is, is actually the idea of, you know, and I think the number one reason for it is that the brand continues to fall and there's not enough actual good training for agents. I don't think when they go to a brokerage, because the thing is, is you can't learn unless you do something a lot. And when you have one listing appointment a month, you're just not going to be able to learn and improve at that. Where if you have four of them a month, five of them a month, you can start to build processes and you can start practicing. But also because if you only have one, you're not trying to practice too much on that because you only have one a month. Right. Like, so that's the, the challenge is when a new agent joins a brokerage and they don't have lots of opportunity, they actually can't learn because you only learn when you do the activity, not when you talk about it. Right. Because I agree with the training is sure. all the trade room training currently in real estate is classroom based. That's broken. There's no real world experience base. So who's going to bring this? 
because I think that once it comes in, I think it's going to take it's going to take over real estate is what it is. I mean, we have a yeah, but what our new agent training program currently with our trainers and our senior partners allows our new agents that join our team to shadow our senior partners and our trainers. So it's it, like there are ways to get it out of the classroom. But is that scalable at the brokerage level? I don't know. So if that's not scalable at the brokerage level, because we honestly don't see a lot of that then maybe the answer is employee agents so that you can have it yeah. be more stable. And, and I think, but for, there's, I think for people that, that they'll realize is that I, cause I actually think the pay will, will go up. Cause I think from the broker level, I see the pay being very low. And I think that that is because the, you know, me, meaning that um, I had a girl, I hired her, she was working with me and she was making 45 50,000 a year with me and and she was a trans what yeah she of, was doing a short kind of sale negotiator short sale okay okay yeah. she was doing short sale negotiation and then she handled some leads as well but she was you know so she left for a job at 60 uh i think it was like 56,000 right so and then she could say at the most she could make 70 you know that was like their their plan and i think that if we teach people to make you know uh, to do leads that it could get up to low triple, you know, okay. Here, I got a, I got it. I got another, as long as they're good at producing, I got another take okay. on the employee agent model is that I currently feel like there's a stigma with you mm -hmm. left being an independent contractor to be an employee. There is one. What it, is it? it? What's that stigma? Um, you couldn't make it right. Is that true or not true? Do you think um, like when like we had an agent that we used to work with at Realty One Group when she left to join Redfin, everybody was like, "What? Why? Well, because oh, of, she doesn't know how to generate her own business." Oh, even though the, even though like, some of the people throwing shade were making less than her, I'm just saying, right? I'm not, I, like, yeah. Oh, as always, the people that throw shade are going to be a wide variety of people. Cause a lot of people throw shade at, at our girl, Taylor Swift, and they don't make as much as Taylor Swift. <laughs> Fair. Doesn't she sing a song about shade or am I crazy? Yeah. Maybe I'm she crazy. probably sings a couple songs about shade, but <laughs> the weird thing is they always become number one. <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, dust it off, brush it off, brush it off, shake it off. Shake, shake it off. Yes. Shake yes, it off. yes. <laughs> um, but I think that if, I think that if employee agents were allowed to be managed, so so let, let me get back to the lead, the lead portion of this is the companies that have independent contractors as their lead generators, yeah, right. So like let's just say us, like the CBOC team is at EXP Realty, and we've grown the CBOC team to have eighty agents because we understand how to generate leads, right. So wouldn't it make sense that we could hire somebody and pay them and even offer benefits, yeah. Like, health insurance, 401k, 401k yep. so that they could have a job of following up with the business that we generate that the agents that are commission-based don't want to follow up with. But currently that option doesn't exist. Yeah. And that I think is a dated practice. Well, I mean, it, to me, let's look at it. There's, there's this phone company called Apple. 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 Phone a P P L. Very simple. They got a, a, a P P L. Yeah. L E L E L E. <laughs> Apple. 
when I got in, in 1990, when I was working at a software company, they were actually made fun of. Uh, so yeah, it like, was 1990 and they were Apple. They were 1990. Yeah. They were Apple. It was, they had, you know, right when they started coming out with the colored computers on the desktop and all that. And they had a small portion of the, you know, I mean, like they were, they were the stepchild. So you couldn't right click. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but now they're more popular, right? The, but the thing is, is I just think that, um, you know, they, because they went into, handheld devices versus just the computer because they first came out with the ipod ipod and then they went to the iphone and now they got did everything possible they own the letter i they own the i yeah, yeah. <laughs> but popularity and quality right like meaning that that will be when it, it it's going to emerge and i think that once it gets to the team level i think that it's gonna get more popular because teams you know it's just uh you you want the lead to be able to be followed up on, right? And right. but and follow the process because it's hard to get people to follow the process. They just don't. They as soon as they can get off the process, they want to not do it, even I, though it works. I'm like gonna, I'm gonna do it my way. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. I'm gonna do it my way. Yes. Right. All the time. All right. I. I, of course, like I said, I like the debate. We are pushing in Arizona. I We are presenting at the Realtor Caucus. This is something that we're bringing from a lobbying standpoint as high as we can to the Arizona Association of Realtors to say, hey, isn't it about time that we look at this law and have an actual conversation about whether it's um, outdated and needs to be updated or not? And uh, well, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that goes, but stay tuned. And obviously I'm gonna present on our podcast, I'm gonna share with our listeners, Kind of how that goes because next month is a big month next month is the caucus that's when we get the yay or nay on whether or not the industry looks at this law as being dated or not and so stay tuned awesome all right anything else phil just again thanking leah for having her video on in our studio zoom audience <laughs> we appreciate you joining steven had his on for a little while i saw steven okay. in his car yep, yeah he had to go that's awesome but uh thank you guys for listening if you guys appreciate the podcast actually i'd love the comments your email dare I say, is Jeff at cbock.com. Nice. Mine's Phil at cbock.com. Yes. I'm very curious. And it's not F-I-L-L. <laughs> Although I should set that up to work too. Okay. <laughs> Phil up at cbock.com. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My last name's Sexton. I got it worse on the last name than okay. the first name. Right. Uh, <laughs> Leah, back unmuted. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Of course, of course. Thank you. Hold on, and Lena's oh, asking yeah. a question. Yeah, so if if is this if this does pass, is this something that you guys are willing to share within Leopard? Like, how yes, do you think? no, oh, I, that, to me, I think yeah. this is the future. I do. I mean, let the truth behold. I think it's going to be, but I think that Rob Hahn was wrong in thinking that it's going to be the brokers. I think it's going to be the teams that are going to that are going to drive this model, and because they are the lead providers, I I, exactly. I don't need to. I don't need to stigmatize broker or team. It is the lead generator that needs an employee to follow up with people. That's it. It doesn't matter what their name is. It's the, I think as a new agent, as a new agent, it would be a wonderful thing. I wish they would have had more of that going on when I was a new agent. Yes. How long have you been an agent, Leah? I've been licensed since 96, but I started out my career in 94 as a real estate appraiser. Awesome. And I've been okay. for 17 years. So I did very little, even though I had my license, I didn't do very much. And I'm going at it full bore now. And I've learned probably more 
in this last couple of years being on a team than I ever had the whole time having my license. So, well, isn't that a support? You guys do have a, a team in EXP that is looking um, for an employee agent. Well, we're hoping for this to get passed. Yes, we're hoping for this to get passed. Yes. I, almost, I, almost, I almost applied. Okay. And, and I don't really care what people think, but sometimes um, life changes, and it's all about the security of having that regular income. We agree. You know? No, we think that there's lots of people that want the security, and they, yeah. yeah. Um, I think yeah. that they're, I think that they're excellent, outstanding, ethical, individuals that are super knowledgeable about this industry that know how to take care of clients that don't that may not be good lead generators yes and i think that an opportunity like an employee agent to follow up with the leads that somebody else can can generate are it, it, you know is a real awesome. is, a, is a thing that should exist yep so. mm -hmm. awesome all right thank you. thanks leah thank you guys for listening yeah. again i want both sides of the debate so if you hear this and you're like no way Phil at cbach.com. Jeff at cbach.com. Peace. Peace. Thank you. Bye.